We're back on the Two Minute Time Lord podcast. This is Chip Sutterth, and this is 2MTL episode 372, a time dilation edition, interviewing Paul Cornell about his upcoming three doctors, count them, 10, 11, 12, that makes three in Doctor Who math, his upcoming three doctors comic series for Titan. Stick around. Paul Cornell, thank you so much for joining me on Two Minute Time Lord. Well, thank you very much for having me. Right after Gallifrey One, a wonderful convention, wonderful experience, and uh, all of a sudden, right afterwards, some news broke about a project that you were doing. Could you tell us a little bit about what you're going to be doing with Titan Comics this summer? Well, um, this summer, um, Titan are suspending all three of their um, big-time Doctor Who title comics titles, that is the 10th, 11th, and 12th Doctor ranges, and for five weeks, replacing them with me writing a weekly five-part crossover between um, all three Doctors, all three ranges. And I'm, I'm tremendously excited. So this is uh, this is in fact a hostile takeover of Titan Comics, is it? <laughs> well, they invited me in. I'm more <laughs> of a, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a, 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 a deliberate policy on their part. Thank goodness. I'm, I'm, getting getting through Gallifrey without saying anything about this. My goodness, <laughs> um, we, we we originally thought we were going to be in a position to announce something before or during but we weren't so you know i, I had to to keep keep stub until literally a couple of days later how long have you been working on it um oh that's interesting uh, i never know how long i've been working on things it's all a bit of a blur um several uh, several weeks um a couple of months i think yeah um I, I was actually plotting it at gallifrey um on the plane to gallifrey um at gallifrey redrafting a plot anyway not the original plot so this is a five-part weekly uh miniseries so that means getting a lot of work done all at once and um uh, it's my understanding that you are not actually the artist of this project (laughs) no i think that would be really uh, annoying for the audience if i were so who Uh, is your collaborator on this um his name is neil edwards Neil is a wonderfully detailed um, artist. Um, he's been doing an awful lot of work for Marvel and DC. Um, he's he can he's very very good at capturing likenesses as well. It's very characterful work as well as very action packed. Um, I, I think he's ideal for this, um, and uh, I'm delighted to have him on board. Now, I, I imagine that you're going to want to hold your cards to the vest when it comes to sort of the general plot of the story. But what is it like to take on a multi-doctor story uh, in, any, in any medium? There's got to be a little bit of a, a sort of a, uh, is Frisian, Frisian the right word, where you're writing this character in multiple aspects and it's supposed to be the same character and it's supposed to not be the same character. Well, I, I think in every multi-doctor story, what, what you're really after is interesting interaction between the doctors and dramatic interaction between the doctors and funny interaction between the doctors. So this is very fast paced, very um, summer blockbustery, but we are focusing throughout on those guys talking to each other and reacting off of each other and their companions talking and reacting off of each other and the companions and the doctors getting mixed up and all that. So it's all character, 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 about the doctors interacting with each other. I, I think that's what you come to a multi-doctor story after. Mm-hmm. And these three are really interesting uh, Interesting together. 
it, it's really an opportunity to uh, play with character, and and I love that. And there's also uh, lots of familiar elements. One thing I do want to say, some of it is set in Paris and nothing to do with City of Death. Uh, we, 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 we all suddenly realized after we were you know, putting out the Eiffel Tower everywhere, ah, people are going to think, because a lot of this is about expectation management. And, right. Uh, we, we want to underline that there is no City of Death link here. Um, but um, I mean, it takes a while sometimes to imagine what... what you know what the the first assumption will be you know right um but we hope we can keep people guessing and um uh, it, it's a very exciting time there there's a sort of quite a run-up here so i've come with with a list of, of dates basically as to when things are happening mm-hmm. um it, it all kicks off really on the second of may which is free comic book day when you can go into your local comic shop and get lots of freebies and um, the Titan Doctor Who range will be presenting a freebie issue with three different Doctor Who stories in it and an interview with me and some teasers for the um, the event. Um, the stories won't have anything to do with the event. It's just a wonderful sampler of what the, the whole range is doing. That's on the 2nd of May. On the 20th of May, the big magazine called Previews, which is where um, comics fans can order their comics from. The digital edition of that is out. I still can't say the word digital. And um, meaning you can, put, you can put orders at your local comic shop from 20th of May. 27th of May, um, the physical edition of that ships. And last Wednesday in June will be your last chance to order the first issue. Um, this is going to be, I think, pretty large in terms of sales, judging by how huge the the launches of previous titan doctor who titles have been um which will be wonderful but one thing we're we're really want to emphasize is we want to make sure that everybody who wants one can get one right so, so it's please. really important to pre-order to go to your local comic stop and say i want this indeed because it's entirely possible that they'll get in a lot but the lot will all go so please go go in and order in advance um issue one will be in your comic shops on 12th of august the 15th of August is this year's Doctor Who Comics Day, where I believe I will be appearing, well, I'll be appearing at, at least one store and possibly, se- we're talking about maybe several stores on that one day. And um, that's going to be exciting. And various other Who um, Comics creators will be in various stores literally around the world on 15th of August. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, it's they did a similar day this uh, last year and it was a huge success and this one's going to be between issue one and issue two so that's going to be exciting and then uh, two three four and five are on 19th of august 26th of august 2nd of september and 9th of september and that will be the end of the whole deal and um, it's a lovely little roller coaster i'm, I'm very pleased to be on that oh it's fantastic um, yeah so it, it'll be tremendously exciting and um I also should emphasize that you don't need to know anything about the previous Titan Doctor Who comics. You can leap on here and get a three Doctor story that you can understand absolutely from day one. Ah, so you're, in, so you're you'll reintroduce the companions that have been created for the tenth and eleventh Doctors. Uh, absolutely, and um, you know they they you'll get to know who they are in a fast-paced adventure with lots and lots of Doctor interaction and monsters. There's lots of monsters. Well, we can't have a summer blockbuster without monsters. Well, now, absolutely. one of the things that I love about the Titan series is are is our 
I can, I, I'm having plural problems here. The fact that uh, they have taken such attention to detail in the um, series to make them feel like a piece of the story that was being told at the time. The Tenth Doctor story is, it has a very RTD feel. The 11th Doctor's story has a very early Stephen Moffat feel. So you're bringing in the 10th, the 11th, the 12th Doctors all together. How do you decide what kind of feel to give the story? Well, it's really interesting, actually, because this is something they never really decided upon on television. But in comics, I think it's perhaps a little easier to do. Um, They each bring their genre with them. So um, basically, they will... It's not just a clash of characters, it's a clash of uh, what sort of things are happening. Um, which, if the, if these styles were radically different, that would be a really hard thing to do. But because it's just a slight change of emphasis, then, you know, it's, um, it, it's reasonable to do that. It's kind of like, um, in The Three Doctors, we're definitely in a John Pertwee adventure, and uh, the other two sort of, well, Patrick Troughton, who's there has to find room to be Patrick Troughton in a very Pertwee adventure. And that's true every every time this happens, really. Mm-hmm. But uh, here we've got the the ability, because we, 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 can, we can manipulate reality a bit more on the comics page, I guess. This is the first time I've thought about this, and I'm talking literally off the top of my head. But because it's a very interesting question. Each will bring their their own form of Doctor Who with them to some extent, and um, the, the clash between those expectations, especially the clash between the expectations of a Capaldi adventure and the expectations of the previous two, that's a very different way of doing things. So that's sort of the meat and potatoes of it. In the same way, um, you are human, I am human, we're all human. We all have our preferences for or our particular affinities for one doctor or another. I'm not going to ask you to uh, show your hands about how you feel about the um, actors or the characters themselves. But uh, when you are invoking each of these different characters and you may have more affinity for one than another, does the genre that they bring with them, does that sort of... Does that sort of thing help you right through the story? Well, I guess. I mean, I, I got to say, they all get equal love in this comic. You know, I'm, I'm, um, you know, I, I enjoy all three of them, and so it wouldn't be a good uh, multi-doctor story if they didn't. Well, no, indeed. And actually, the whole point is to satisfy fans of all three of them, and to make sure people who've come here for just one doctor go away thinking that they were well represented and honestly represented, and and flew their flag. So it, it, a lot of it is about making sure that all three of them get equal screen time and equal fun. You closed out the IDW run of Doctor Who comics with the Hugo-nominated and very magnificent and Aww. and and variety podcast semi-guest starring the girl who loved Doctor Who. Did you think that you would be writing another Doctor Who comic ever again after that one? Well, really, no. I mean, that was that was. I thought that was my swan song, and I was very pleased with it as such. This was just too good an opportunity to turn down. I mean, who's going to turn this down? I, I shook hands with uh, the editor, Andrew James, on it at the New York Comic Con. And uh, I basically, I, I, I managed to make myself walk normally away. And then as soon as I was around the corner, skipped away. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was one of, the, one, of the, one of the lovelier deals I've ever done in my life. And um, the, uh, I, I, just couldn't, I just couldn't turn this down. It was so gorgeous. 
especially seeing how especially seeing how good the Titan titles have been. And they've really got a feel of their own. They're they're faithful to their eras. They've got an energy about them, and they they also feel like their own thing too. And I I love the the you know humor strips in the back and things like that. It, it's a really nice package. Now, Paul, I can't let you go away without talking about one of your other projects that has uh, absolutely or almost literally nothing to do with Doctor Who, and that would be the Shadow Police uh, novel oh, series. Oh, cheers, Tom. You have, been, you, have, you have tweeted recently that you have finished your first draft of the third book in the series. Last time we talked um, at uh, Galley in 2014, The Severed Streets was just about to be released. Um, how has that series been going for you, and what can we look forward to in this third book? Well, yeah, I delivered it this week, and I'm still sort of <laughs> wrecked as a result. I, I, I've delivered about three different things this week. It's been a huge week. It's um, uh, I'm planning for it to be a five-book series, so this is the middle book. And a lot of things that were mysterious get brought into the light in this one, and we learn lots of stuff about the world, which has been obscure so far. It's kind of been about doing that world building in an exciting way that doesn't become exposition and a lot of it is things from books one and two that were deliberately mysterious will now become clear in this one um hopefully this will be out in december and it's got a title that i don't want to reveal on the podcast i i hope we keep the original title the editorial seems quite pleased about my wonderful editor julie crisp seems quite into this title this time around and uh, it's a, a big murder mystery with a crime scene and lots of clues. And I do a proper whodunit. Nice. Which I, I haven't done so far. And oh, God, they're hard. Remind me never to do this again. <laughs> well, uh, can we expect a tonal shift in which all of our uh, lead characters have uh, sh- sunshine and lollipops and happy, um, happy-go-lucky times throughout the, ep- the, st- the novel? <laughs> Well, actually, yeah, the end, this, this novel is very much about the ending of the last novel, and um, it's uh, it's about a search for hope, but as you might, might imagine, um, they're, they're pretty much pummeled, and they get more pummeled during this one, actually, so it's about pummeling, really, <laughs> um, and um, it, it, there's pummeling from the outset. I, I am not going to spoil The Severed Streets, um, because people who have not read it yet should, but... Um, awesome. There is a there is a real world character in the severed streets, whose actions. Uh, I, I, he's he's not back. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I I thought that would be taking the piss. How in um, the world? How in the world did you talk this real world person into allowing you to have this real world person do some interesting things in this fictional universe? The real world person um, really liked the idea of doing those interesting things as a fictional character. <laughs> I don't think the real world person would have agreed to it if they were just a um, celebrity cameo. <laughs> oh, goodness. I keep imagining people coming up to this real world person at conventions or signings after this thing was published and just looking at him with 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 concern and deep suspicion. I get- I get abuse on Twitter about this. People on on Twitter um, pop up accusing me of defaming him, and um, <laughs> you know, as if as if he doesn't know, you know, kind of as if as if I would take that vast legal risk, you know. 
<laughs> in some my my copy editor when who had no idea I'd done this. Um, there's a, a wonderful page in the manuscript, which is just a huge red circle with "Does he know?" written as enormous. <laughs> I would have taken a picture of that and sent that to that gentleman. Um, so, um, and, and dear listener, that's enough of us talking elliptically about a character in a book that you may not have read yet. And if you're confused by this, just read the book, all right? Um, bringing it back to Doctor Who. Um, I At the time of recording, I just finished watching this incredible three-minute fan trailer for the 10th anniversary of Doctor Who. And it just, as they say, it gives... It gave me all the feels. We just came out of a really wonderful Gallifrey One convention um, where um, just everybody was in higher spirits than I believe I've ever seen, even after the even after the fiftieth anniversary year. What would you say if, if if you were called on to make a presidential speech about the state of Doctor Who these days? Uh, what state would you say it's in? Well, it's in extraordinary health. Um, I, I, it's uh, bigger globally than it's ever been. It, it, I think it's actually better artistically than it's ever been. And the fandom is energized and enthusiastic. There really has never been a better time to be a Doctor Who fan. It's with all the toys. Um, <laughs> and, Except and, they're in the wrong scale, but we won't talk about that. Oh, I, I know. I want I want my big Capaldi. I really so, do. Yep. And, and um, the, the, the quality of, of all the licensed stuff as well. You know, uh, I, I, I think that we're, we're living in a bit of a golden age. And, you know, it's, it's nice that people do actually seem to appreciate that. You know, it's, um, I've become, I've become a fan again. Yeah. I, uh, I, you t- I heard you talk about that on uh, Radio Free Scarrow recently, that you've sort of had this arc of being a, being a quote, Doctor Who writer, close quote, and then not, and, and then distancing yourself and then sort of coming back now. Um, how would you describe your current relationship with Doctor Who then? I'm just a raving fanboy. I mean, it's, um, it, it's, it's, it, because it's so interesting a fandom to be part of right now with such good conversation. You know, the, the podcast, the standard of um, critique and discussion on the podcast is wonderful. And um, I, 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 I feel very much at home here, but it, it doesn't feel like a, it doesn't feel too comfortable. It doesn't feel like somewhere where I'm retreating to away from the world. It feels like very much part of the, the science fictional world again. And um, so I kind of think that it's come towards the rest of the world as well as me coming back towards it. And um, I'm I'm very happy to be to be back. And I think some of it was just getting over the idea of I could go away and I could write some books and I could write some comics and I wasn't just going to be that Doctor Who guy. And I think I've proved that now. So I'm rather more comfortable about coming back, you know. I think with uh, the uh, Wolverine series in particular and the Shadow Police trilogy, I think I think Paul Cornell is very definitely established aside from Doctor Who these days. <laughs> well, thank, you, thank you very much. But I, I love the fact that, that in my head that meant I could come back. I think that's that, that that's just very pleasing. <laughs> and, and, and so bringing it back to this miniseries, it must be uh, – um, you didn't have to make a statement about Doctor Who the way you did, I imagine, with the girl who loved Doctor Who. This was just you telling a story, right? Yeah, and it's 
you know, the girl who loved Doctor Who in many ways was designed to be a, uh, you know, a heartstrings tugger. And this is a big summer blockbuster and the shapes are really different. And um, so, uh, you know, it's going to be characterful still, but this is just there's loads of action and loads of fun. You know, I've hopefully upped the jokes quotient quite a lot and um, up the monsters and the um, the running down corridors. So, you know, you, you're absolutely right. The Girl Who Loved was some kind of statement about who and this is me just doing Doctor Who, which is is great fun. It sounds it sounds liberating. It sounds fun indeed. Uh, it's definitely going to be on my poll list. Paul, thanks for giving us some more insight into this thing, and we look to actually seeing the pages come off the press and into our comic shops this summer. Thank you very much. More episodes of the Two Minute Time Lord podcast are available at TWOMinuteTimeLord.com, where in the show notes for this episode, you will also see that checklist of dates that Paul provided to make sure that you get your own copies of his miniseries. Next time on 2MTL, a proper two-minute episode as we take a look back at the 10th Doctor episode, The Girl in the Fireplace. Follow me on Twitter and Facebook. Just go to numeral two-minute time lord. And I'll talk to you again in a very few days.